Good morning, Oregon. It's Thursday, May 12th. This is Andrew Thien with a news briefing from the Oregonian in Oregon Live. A drum circle, a stranger, and an unprovoked gunshot to the back of the neck. Court records revealed more details about a brazen slaying Sunday night along Portland's popular East Bank Esplanade walking and bike path. Multiple witnesses told police Wyatt Belcher stood several feet outside a drum circle along the Esplanade before stepping forward and firing a single shot. Ashley Smith died at the scene, the 37th known homicide in Portland this year ahead of last year's record pace. According to a probable cause affidavit, Belcher was arrested about five minutes later on the nearby Hawthorne Bridge with a 40 caliber handgun in his waistband. He told police he didn't know Smith. Smith died of a bullet wound to the neck. The slaying occurred at about 11.45 p.m. on Sunday night, and a well-attended drum circle was just wrapping up when records say Belcher fired the shot. Several witnesses said they took photos or video of Belcher as he left the scene, according to the court documents, and they also said that he threatened to shoot other people before walking away. Belcher told police he was unemployed and was a former electrical engineering student at Portland State who had been diagnosed with schizophrenia and other mental health disorders. He's in custody downtown. Dude, Dutch Bros stock is totally taking a bath. The Grants Pass-based drive through coffee company's stock plunged this week to about $23 per share, the lowest level since the homegrown Oregon company went public on the stock exchange last fall. Dutch Bros stock once reached $81 per share last year. Company officials had previously described the company as being insulated from inflation, but have since said inflation is starting to eat away at its profit margins. Jothricky, the company company's CEO said they are not immune to the record inflation, but they still believe the impacts will be short-term. The chain plans to open at least 130 new drive throughs this year, five more than previously estimated, with expansions in Texas, Oklahoma, and Southern California. The company expects, quote, modest price increases later this year. Dutch Bros relies heavily on vehicle traffic, and gas prices continue to rise. People looking to buy a house in Oregon have one more tool at their disposal that state legislators specifically took action to ban. Yes, love letters are still legal in Oregon. A federal judge permanently blocked a state ban on personal messages, some prospective homebuyers' right to sweeten their offers in the red-hot housing market. That court ruling supersedes the state law enacted just last year. Lawmakers had outlawed the so-called love letters, arguing that they give sellers the chance to choose their buyers based on factors like race, color, religion, sex, or sexual orientation, which would violate federal fair housing laws. A conservative public interest law firm called the Pacific Legal Foundation filed a lawsuit in November. U.S. District Judge Marco Hernandez issued a preliminary injunction in March blocking the state ban. He made that permanent Wednesday. Hernandez said that the ban violated sellers' First Amendment rights, but he said the state's law had some merit due to the, quote, long and abhorrent history of racial discrimination in blocking people of color from owning homes. But he said the bill was an overreach and infringed on free speech. The Oregon State Department that licenses real estate agents said that the agency does not plan to appeal the ruling. The agency said that it would work with real estate licensees to ensure that they meet their responsibilities to comply with existing federal and state fair housing laws. Anis Mojgani 
Oregon's Poet Laureate, will stay in that position for another two years. Governor Kate Brown announced Wednesday that Mojgani would serve a second two-year term as the state's foremost poet. Mojgani was named Poet Laureate in May 2020. The Poet Laureate receives a $50,000 fellowship funded by the Academy of American Poets through support from the Mellon Foundation. Mojgani has created a number of new initiatives during his tenure. Last month, he started a daily poetry hotline where people could call every day and hear a new original poem. April was National Poetry Month. He also held a, quote, Poems at Sunset Out a Window, where he read poems to an enthusiastic, albeit damp, audience out of a window. Mojgani has five poetry books. Governor Kate Brown praised him for his work during the pandemic and said extending his tenure will allow him to travel and make important connections. Mojgani said he was honored to stay on, saying, quote, I look forward to continuing this work in the shape it has taken inside the world of the pandemic and also to expanding what the work might look like as the pandemic shifts and hopefully lessens its hold on how we're able to get together. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.